1: listening to Dark Becomes Light with me Heidi Hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Welcome to my show. Remember each week this is the place you go to when you want to learn the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary from shadow people to half men angels to Jesus encounters near-death experiences, reincarnation, anything and everything out of the ordinary, I'm telling you, you come right here, okay? And uh, your stories are a big part of this. This is how we learn what is going on in the world. You've got to tell me what's going on. So go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com for those of you who do not know how to spell my name, everybody that works at some coffee shops, um... (laughs) Just tell me me as much detail as you want. Tell me what is going on. What have you seen? What have you read? What have you researched? What did your grandma pass down through the generations? All of that. I want these stories because we are learning. This is class, I'm telling you. This is a paranormal class of a sort. And uh, I'm a student just as you are. And uh, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time. And I don't don't see uh, any any end in sight and learning i really don't so i'm gonna just keep trucking along and uh, i hope that you guys packed a lunch because it's gonna be fun i I always like to keep it fun because i I think it's important that we treat these stories uh like we do anything else i i don't think you should be afraid to listen to my show at nighttime. i think you should be more intrigued and be like "Ooh, what's she got today (laughs) uh who's gonna come on the show or what story i mean I'm hoping I'm keeping it interesting, but anyways, yeah, tell me your stories, go to the site, and also uh, check out my paranormal comic strip called The Outlanders. Uh, you could find me at The Outlanders Comic on Instagram, and enjoy. All right, so guess what? Today, what am I going to talk about? Well, it's all about your stories again! yeehaw they're my favorites i i really do i enjoy i enjoy learning i enjoy listening and uh but i always like to give a little little segment uh talking about some things uh in, in the beginning because it's um you know tell you know, how my week has gone what's well, gone great thank you for asking um <laughs> i have been really intrigued and pleasantly surprised by the people I've met recently that are involved in the paranormal field first off okay I gotta give it to to the people that are working hard out there pushing learning thriving and uh you know having the same passion as myself like you don't quite get into these things to uh make a dollar you know you you start off trying to learn because you experience something yourself and, and then you find, oh my gosh, somebody else experienced this outside of your family. And then you start talking, and you start having meetings or online or whatever it is. And then you're like, hey, I could help this person. And then you realize, oh my gosh, there's more people. My story is a little bit more in depth because uh, who combines so much. I mean, it's aliens, it's the shadow people, it's the ghosts, it's the holy encounters. And I've always just been very honest about what it is that comes my way because I have nothing to hide and uh you know I I try to be as accurate as I I possibly can be in the things I've experienced and the people I've met because um you know you don't want to try to steer people wrong Uh, I'm gonna just try to here you go (laughs) take a look You know, I I got it sifting through my fingers. I hope a a gold nugget gets stuck on my ring finger or something there. Um, I'm just kidding. I don't know where that came from. Uh, But, you know, you know what I'm saying? I hope that makes sense. Um, But I've been talking to everybody from television hosts of paranormal shows to those who study and get degrees in uh, mystical things. I mean, like, really? Like, I'm just uh, really, really impressed and surprised by so much activity and so much knowledge going at this stuff from various degrees and angles. Because um, when it's the same old, same old, I mean, I don't even need to tell you guys, do I? I mean, how exhausted do you get? (laughs) It's like, oh, they're gonna go and say, turn this light on, you know, uh, knock three times, you know, one for yes, or, you know, so it's, it's just, um, yeah, I like, When things get explored differently, I'm not knocking anybody that does those things. I'm just saying, you know, we're familiar with that. We just want to push the envelope a little bit better and uh, harder. And um, yeah, you know, so I, I have to tell you, though, too, because I had also this week some people reach out who did something really endearing and sweet and kind. And I just have to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I have a, a, a good friend that she was somebody I, I, I call her my first quote fan if there is such a thing um, <laughs> who who wrote me when I wrote my first book and said thank you this changed me and uh, really got me on the road to uh, understanding uh, Jesus God the whole topic it's, it's not a bad thing like gosh my parents were telling me the right thing and like you know a lot of people think because you're in these fields that, uh, you got to drop everything that you were raised by. And, and they come to shows like mine and then they're like, oh man, she spoke something. I was forced down my throat, but she's speaking of it differently. And, and I'm trying, you know, because I had stepped away from these things myself and I'm not a Bible thumper. I'm not trying to scare you guys. I'm not all those, those things like that. I'm just realistic with some of it because, um, you know, if people can dive into this spooky, dark, dirty, grungy stuff, please realize there's a polar opposite. Because you better pray there is, because when you start getting into this dark, dirt, dirty, grungy, filthy, evil, demonic stuff, and you get so dark, down deep, and dirty, you're like, "Somebody help me! Who are you gonna call?" Um, <laughs> it's not a movie. So, uh, yeah, so I, I got a, a couple of people, uh, one being, I'll say first name is Melissa. She's like, I think one of my purposes is to let you know that it's working, hi, to keep going. And I'm like, thank you. You know, because it, it is always, uh, a trial and error type of thing. Like, okay, I'm going to push the green button. Uh, uh, anybody did that, did that help? Did, did that work? Uh, probably the purple one. That's my favorite color bingo you know i don't know i'm sitting here just doing stuff and uh talking about these things and and i'm like well i hope that helps somebody you know and and i went into doing this type of thing doing uh podcasting radio uh even writing a column writing books because it was man i i'm not reaching enough people because i'm i'm hearing about more stuff going on out there so i just kept trying to push it to the next level and um you just don't get the feedback always to be like did it work (laughs) but i know it's working but it's always nice you know every so often to you're like, thanks. And, and I'm just like, so super grateful for those of you who reached out this week. And, um, Melissa, you are a star. I mean, she stuck with me for all of this time. I mean, it's been over 20 years since I put out the first book and, and she's like, Hey, I'm still doing good. How are you doing? It's like, yay. You know? So, um, it, it's important to support people that, uh, are in this for the right reasons to try to work this out for themselves and then st- extend it out to others. Um, like I, I I was saying, I met a couple of people, actually, it was about three people this week that I met that are in this field at higher levels than myself, really, uh, <laughs> in, in different dimensions, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's like, wow, that's a that's cool. That's cool that you're going that way. And, and one of the things that I always have to uh, be careful about myself, like, you know, I, I'm I'm always talking freely on here. Thank you, Coast to Coast, for letting me uh, talk more on this, like, uh, free to speak on the Christian angle and not being weird about it or anything, but honest, like I always say, and just said, and, and repeat, and uh, rinse and repeat, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> um okay um all right but yeah so I I just like to uh be able to just kind of stick more to that the clean version of things you know just fill in the blanks if you know what I mean so uh yeah so I, I think uh you know representing yourself and uh doing what you're passionate about I think it, it shows through and I want to give an round of applause for people who are in this, doing just that. And I have to tell you guys, I have been privy to understanding that there are a lot of new ideas getting tossed around out there for paranormal, UFO, cryptid type of shows. And uh, that's kind of neat, too. So keep your eyes and ears peeled for such things, because um, we, we're we getting these newer insights and this newer, not newer blood necessarily, but, uh, you know, when you research so much at one level and you're able to create a new gadget or get a new perspective or come across that one case that answers other cases... Hot diggity dog! If that isn't cool, um, so <laughs> I, I think it's important that uh, we keep our our uh, minds open, you know, and, and make suggestions to each other. So again, I want to keep that open. You guys write me and you tell me, Heidi, I think you have this wrong. I, I get those emails. I think Hatman is our friend. <laughs> Yeah, he's not in of mind. He doesn't like me very much. Like, haven't you ever been in a group of people? And they're like, oh, Johnny is just the best person on the planet. He is just so sweet and kind and holy. And then Johnny starts sending you crazy messages, I don't know, on Messenger. And nobody can believe it. I have been in that situation, people. And it is not pretty and it's not easy to be like, oh, yeah, Johnny. And try to be polite about it try to be polite but then i'm like you know they keep cramming johnny being an angel down your throat and then i i have to say please stop (laughs) please i'm easy to get along with most people but johnny really slammed me pretty bad i don't understand it um (laughs) so and if people know me well enough they know i'm not the type to go and dig at people it's like oh my goodness so yeah we have to keep things on the level if we're going to keep uh, the best reputations and the best information going forward you know what i'm saying Catman is not one of them. <laughs> I will stand firm on that. Um, <laughs> all right, you guys, guess what? We are going to dive into your emails. I am excited. Um, they look like some juicy ones. Those are our favorites, because the more detail, what? The better. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to just dive in. I haven't read these things prior. I like to be just as surprised as you are when the reveal happens. So, all right, you guys, stick around. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio. At Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back.
0: I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpert. It's
1: just a shame, you know, that they took him from us
0: I thought they were going to kill me. So I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst and the Jinx.
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio And Coast to Coast AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. (laughs) Guess what, everybody? It's my favorite kind of show. I hope it's your favorite, too, because you never know what you're going to get when I open up my emails. And uh, I don't know until I read them with you, generally, unless it says, please help, Uh, don't read this on the air or something like that so i i i'm just totally winging it and uh these look clear in the first lines i always say first line tell me tell me I need help right away you tell me if you don't want me to say your name or say this story on the air and uh i don't see anything here so all right we're gonna dive right on in and uh this one says hi heidi it's kaylee kaylee or callie how are you well hey there girl <laughs> I'm doing all right. Um, Today's a nice sunny day and I'm I'm having a good time. Um, (laughs) I am from Katoomba, Australia. Oh, I love Australia. I got to live there for a bit and I miss it. Oh, I miss it. I miss it a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, So anyways, um, it says, I wanted to ask you if what I saw was the hat man. When I was five, six or seven, I saw this all black figure standing in my doorway, just staring at me, wearing a coat, walking stick, and had his left hand on his left hip. He was posing. Uh, (laughs) I also saw, at age 15, turning 16, in three months, a black figure at the end of my bed, and I could see the outline of its arms and waist. It looked like a person has broken into my home, which I thought. And my adult friend, who works with me at a certain hotel, I won't name it, said he used to work at our local hospital and saw a top hat, coat, and black figure vanish into the wall. Oh, I'm getting chills. Are you guys getting chills? I mean, ugh. Oh, woosah, woosah, Okay. My brother. Okay, hold on. It, it's Okay, first, let's take off this. Let's take off this first uh, paragraph here. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna say, you said that you saw all black figure standing in the doorway wearing a coat and a walking stick and posing. Hat man doesn't always wear a hat. I think I've mentioned that here on this program. I'm not sure if you heard uh, me speak of it, but Sometimes, yeah, he's just got his coat on, or sometimes, yeah, he's just hanging out. And yeah, I have heard him hanging out with his uh, hands on his hips, like, I don't know, like he's about to scold, or he's posing, or or something like that. And yes, he wears a cane sometimes, uh, wears. He uses a cane (laughs) sometimes, and uh, not like I've ever heard him walking with it, You know, like uh, seeing it move as he's gliding across the floor. I mean, who needs it if you can glide, right? I think he likes to, uh, I don't know, style and profile with it, you know? I I don't know. Some people have gotten really specific on what that cane looks like as well, like carvings on it, um, the chain watch kind of glistening next to it, where it's got a metal head to it or, you know, all sorts of stuff. So does it sound like him? Well it stuck with you and you're a five or six years old at the time. So, um, I would say that his presence made an impression. So I'm going to say ding, ding, ding. Yes. It was that rotten, low down, good for nothing scoundrel hat man, uh, with no hat that day. Um, all right. Then you said at the age of 15, uh, at the end of your bed, you saw the outline of its arms and waist. It looked like a person had broken into your home. Alright. Um if it's solid black, I mean I have heard of a disembodied uh, how can I say broken bodied hat man where people would just see the top part and no legs. Um uh, have I seen heard of a torso? I have had yeah, I have had somebody ask uh, you know, regarding a torso, solid black. And you know, I would pose a question to you, Kaylee Callie. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know which way it's it's uh, pronounced. Um I would pose the question, did it feel like it was the same guy? Did it feel the same? Because you remember from the age of five or six, and he's got a pretty distinctive uh, piece of garbage feel, you know, and he might even stink. Uh, (laughs) So that I'll pose back to you if it felt like that, because you're putting it together here in this email. So I'm suspicious. You think it was, and it might've been, really might've been all right then um you speak of the the top hat coat black figure guy uh yeah that uh your your coworker had seen that's him that's him he does wear uh, a top hat at times and a cloak at times when he puts on that top hat and people are like are you sure they're not two distinctive types well Hatman, when he smiles he looks like this guy that, that people say oh maybe the grinning guy i'm like hat man smiles he's got a sense of humor at your ex- expense <laughs> uh, but you would hope he would never open up that nasty mouth i mean man it is hideous it is like pennywise from stephen king's movie it and uh, that's how it gets described so yeah, he can grin. He, he sure call him a grinning man, but uh, he's no, don't call him that. It's a hat man. Um, he is. Uh, yeah, he could change it up a little bit. And now to continue your your email says uh, my brother had a shadow person attack him in his sleep, causing a paralysis like state at around two to three a.m. Oh, the witching hour. <laughs> it. Oh, 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 oh. This makes me sad. It lifted him off his bed and levitated him and spun him around in circles. Oh, 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 okay. I got nasty chills. And told him to shh and went back onto his bed feeling dizzy. Can you imagine the terror? Haven't we seen this in several horror movies? And, and, And we wonder where it came from, right? Here you are. Here's your, your inspiration for terror, unlike anything ever heard of before. That was horrible. Your poor brother. I, I, I can't imagine what that does. I mean, oh, I'm not even going to suggest, but, you know, people cope in different ways when they have met with stuff like this. And it messes with their head and their life forever, especially when people around you can't relate. And, and you know, I'm going to tell you, Callie Kaylee, um, <laughs> tell your brother to meet up with other people so he could talk about this or have him write me and let him know he's not alone. This is, uh, this is horrific. This is really horrific to hear. Um, yeah, gosh, I'm so Sorry. So he was made to feel dizzy. Uh, yeah, I'd imagine. And uh, then she continues, and I would hear footsteps around my bed when I saw something at the age of 15. Oh, so he was checking you out. That that happens. Uh, I have got your hat man book, and I want to know if it was the hat man that me and my adult friend saw. Have a good day. And I'm sorry if this seems too long. Kaley, Callie, write me as much as you'd like, girlfriend. I am all open to it. And I think I answered your question uh about that, but I'm I'm more concerned about your brother. Um it, it sounds like uh it sounds like he had the worst of it and and that just breaks my heart if he's sitting alone in this knowledge uh it's it's not fair. You know, when uh I couldn't relate to my friend when she saw Hatman and it was the image that everybody has uh taken all over the world of Hatman um standing there like in a gray like uh background and uh it it, it's just i couldn't understand what she had witnessed and i was a little bit puzzled at the detail when she drew Hatman having uh uh, this trench coat and this chain uh uh, chain watch on his hip and uh you know so much detail like the shadow people they're just kind of like these blobby things and it would kind of take on the the shape of a of a person, but not really good. And it was just you know slanted red eyes and and whatnot. But then then she draws this thing that came at her. Now I I saw the after uh, the after show <laughs> when after she'd seen him. I mean it was horrible. I, I've never, still to this day, I've never seen anybody so terrified in my life. I still haven't. Uh, the way she cowered in the corner and just shook. And uh and then, you know, draws this thing. so I couldn't quite relate, but I was open minded to it. And I honestly just thought it was another form shadow people took, you know? Oh wow, he stepped out of the shadows, okay. But it always kinda bothered me. I, I didn't I didn't know what she had actually dealt with and what she had actually seen and why why it took her words from her, her, her the lung from the uh, the lung, the air from her lungs. And, you know, it was just, uh, it was sad. It was like, I, I had to calm her. It took a while, you know? And, uh, so I can't imagine to have that piece of garbage, it get especially perky and it lift you off your bed and spin you midair like he's Beetlejuice or something. And, uh, you know, That's not, that's, that's highly disruptive in a person's life. Uh, One time for Hatman to look a person in the eyes has changed people's lives. And this poor guy really got tossed around. I mean, why would he do this? That's, that's another thing. Why? What was the driving force? I'm going to spin you around until you're dizzy. I mean, did he not cave well enough for him? so he had to take up the torture a level more i mean i i don't get it now i have heard of Hatman lifting beds uh lifting people but i can't say that i've heard uh you know just woo you know spinning him like he's a top or something you know a little spin top that's that's not cool i don't know so i i think uh I think for anybody listening, let's send some good vibes towards, uh, Kaylee Callie's brother here, because, um, that is highly, highly upsetting and devastating. Can't even imagine, okay? Um, so yeah, tell your brother to write me. Go to HeidiHouse.com, and, uh, I will definitely take that one up, but, whew. Okay, so, um... I'm still, I'm, I'm just, I, I got it in my head, and I'm sure you guys got it in your head too. Like, what? What if you walked in on that? Spinning? Talk about The Exorcist. Oh, did they do that in that movie? Did they spin that? It was just a head spin, right? I hope. Uh, well, I <laughs> like that's nothing. Um, but yeah, I think I've seen that in movie somewhere. I don't know. But uh, if you guys know what it is, write me about it. All right, you guys, we're going to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back.
2: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> I am diving into your emails today, randomly, I must say, and uh, I am just going to see what pops up, and oh gosh, I hope I have some cool correlations as I usually do with these emails, and I pick them from different dates because I had something weird happen with my emails, I'm probably being tapped, who knows? Um, (laughs) We're like, all of a sudden, a bunch of emails came like from a year ago. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know what that came from, it's just odd. So. I pick randomly from some of those and some of the ones that came today or yesterday and it's just so wild how they kind of like compliment each other or, or shed light on something. So um, yeah, yeah, I think the last one was the, the Hatman couch surfing. <laughs> it was like, for real, it was weird. Um, okay, all right, so I'm just gonna <laughs> dive on in. Um, so this one says, Hi, Heidi, my name is Chris. Well, hey, Chris, what's up? Um, I had a few experiences with hat man and shadow people years ago. I am now 40 years old, but when I was in my early 20s, I had a bad drug problem. Ah, sorry. Uh, For years, when I was laying in my bed at night, I would see a shadowy figure in my room that looked to have the shape of a female. Oh, okay. But I could not tell much detail. Okay, so, okay. I'll say something about that really quick. So, I have heard of this, um, people have heard incubus, succubus, um, very, uh, tempting type of entities, I guess you could say, that will aim to, um, take advantage of somebody in the wrong ways, okay? All right, so continuing, uh, when I would see the figure, I could also feel it touching me when it appeared, and I would just lay there and try to ignore it, Huh? Okay. But you were, um, you said you're on drugs. Okay. I did not think much of it. Wow. As I thought it may be the drugs causing me to see this, even though I did not use hallucinogenics. Uh, Okay. Okay. Um, I tried to quit using several times and I prayed to be cured of my addiction. But I kept going back to the drugs. I I swear there's an incantation over drugs that are addictive like that. I really do. I don't know if they have a big old giant uh, soiree of of, of, of people doing incantations over the mixture or what, but uh, it makes you wonder, right? It's like, wow, what is this? Okay, I get about uh, uh, brain chemistry and and how they just kind of locks in there and does all that stuff, but sometimes it works for others and not you know and other people it does and it's just like i don't know It it's it's really got a stronghold but I, I i would hope that we could do an exorcism and set everybody free from that i i wish I, i'll pray for that um <laughs> whew, it's a terrible thing i think everybody's lives have been affected by somebody you know that has been affected that way and it's it's horrible it's horrible all right continuing um, but b- where am I? Okay, uh, I really felt the whole time that some outside force was dragging me down. Uh, oh, oh, see, and I didn't read ahead. Incantations, I'm telling you, somebody cast a spell. Um, well, after years of addiction and seeing this shadow figure, I started seeing what I know as Hat Man. He was very tall, taking up my entire door frame with a long coat and a fedora he would always stand outside my room okay 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 um i got thoughts i got thoughts should i even say or should i just keep reading um <laughs> it's like is he standing outside your doorway cuz he can't quite get in yet did his little minions help break you down you know while you were uh, you know stuck in and, and and you know people have spoke of these types of entities that take advantage of people who are in a weakened state. And that could be uh, from drugs, alcohol, illness, death, dying, you know, all that. So they take advantage and they try to swoop on in and, and grab a soul or two for a side snack or something, um, or a full course meal. And it sounds horrible, but this is what they do. They feed, they feed off from this and uh, they try to possess and take over. It's it's horrible. Um, okay. Okay. All right. So continuing, uh, there was another smaller figure with him dressed the same, but much shorter. Oh, I've heard of this one. I have not seen any accounts of the smaller figure with him. Do you know what that is? Yes. Kind of. Um, (laughs) so, okay, get this. It's like a mini-me of him that mimics. And people are like, does he have a kid or something? And I'm like, you know, he's got other minions that hang with him. And uh, the the shadow woman also does. People call her the hag or the old hag. Um, So there's an old hag that's like a wretched, nasty-looking woman uh, who's smaller. Really small in stature. Like abnormally small, but wide. And almost like, like something that's, uh, you know, the Wicked Witch, like image that comes in your head of old timey movies, you know, with like a wart on her nose and really long nose and her nasty teeth, like that kind of thing. And she kind of hobbles when she walks. And then there's the really like, uh, attractive looking shadowy, like girl, lady, I don't know, that really, uh, goes after the young guys I've, I've heard more of. And they're like, what is this? And they're calling it, you know, a shadow woman. And uh, if it's next to Hat Man, heck yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I, I would say that she works for him. She's a minion of a sort. And you got to think of shadow people. What can they do? Oh, oh, that's right. They can shape shift. Yes. So um, that is something to keep in mind as well um so okay I, I i'm 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 feeling you so uh yeah it's another minion um i don't know if they're playing dress up with daddy go to work day um or what but yeah he's not common uh it is not common to come tag along but it happens all right so chris continues anyway after a couple of weeks of seeing them outside my door they started to try to come into my room oh i knew it that they, they, something was holding them out Yeah. uh, They're trying to break down your barrier. This is the observation time period. And this is where people get confused. Like, well, it's just watching. It's probably just protecting me. It's It's an observational phase where they are trying to see how to get in. If they couldn't get in, they are really really concentrating on it and it may take a long time for this to happen but they will try to tap that door and and hope to hope to god it never happens of course um but they'll try they'll try anything i was like oh 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 he's sick oh 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 this is going on now or oh i learned his dirty secret you know let's give him nightmares about it so he lets me in you know it's it's weird it's not like they're asking permission it's just they find a way all right so they sit outside your door and they started to try coming in my room. They would almost make it to and suddenly be transported out of the doorway as if someone would not let them get to me. Jesus, I hope. Um <laughs> all right. This went on a couple of weeks and my drug use was spiraling out of control. Ugh, oh, I'm sorry. And I began praying for relief for God. Jesus. Anyone oh, we just saw Jesus. <laughs> Anyone to help me get rid of my drug addiction, mm, man, that's that's a uh, that's hard. Uh, one night, I had the most vivid dream I have ever had. I was standing in my grandmother's backyard. Oh, I got goosebumps, and Saint Michael was there, floating in front of me, and he told me, "Don't worry, you are on the right path," and he spread. His wings. Oh my gosh. Do you guys feel that? Oh, warm, warm, warm. Goosebumps. Whew. I could feel the light and the warmth, <laughs> the words, warm, coming from him. Then he embraced me. And that's all I remember of the dream. Oh my gosh. How beautiful. You wondered who was the guard at that door? And then he revealed himself. You know, Man, Chris, I wish I could ask you if you're Catholic or what your belief system is or was before all of this. Because I hear people talk of um, Archangel Michael, St. Michael, appearing and doing this kind of thing. And these stories, I don't hear enough of them. And it seems to be within circles of people who are Catholic And then there's those who are just absolutely agnostic and don't have any thoughts on it. And I have seen a lot of really, really earth shattering and very cool things, including angelic beings, uh, Jesus encounters. And um, I have not seen Michael. And I just think it would be so cool to have that opportunity to be in such a presence because this embrace i hear of him showing up as a as a warrior of a sort and and the, the the knowledge that he shares and it's usually something brief like you got this or i'm here to protect you and then that embrace can you imagine being in the brace of uh, of, of wings and, and, and this is like the only consistent uh being i hear having wings it, it's amazing it's amazing and, uh, and, and the feel of it and, and that sensation of, of him and his presence. And, you know, I have a friend that's an angel medium and, um, I thought, wow, that's neat. And, and, and other people who have said angels can be huge, the size of mountains sometimes. I'm like, what well, holy moly. Can, can you imagine walking down the street and like, did that mountain just move? Oh my gosh. He was bent over. It's an angel. I mean i've seen angelic beings i did not see them that big i I can't imagine uh seeing something that big ever um well hold it i've seen a a ufo that took up the entire night sky and the whole body of it glowed orangish red so i i was uh yeah i did see something pretty big as a mountain flying in the air without a sound um (laughs) but an angel this is beautiful this, this is, this is, this is powerful right here, because all these people who tell me they feel Hatman is guarding them, and here it was somebody like Archangel Michael standing at the door, not letting them at you. Oh, we got to talk more on this before I finish this email, um, because this is. Ooh, I'm going to use this one. You guys are going to hear about this one a lot more <laughs> as an example. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Haas, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. Finish this.
0: I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff.
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Life with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and coast to coast. AM, Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Just before the break, OMG. OMG! I am so grateful for this email right here. This is a first, okay? A first. Mark this day on your calendar the day that Heidi got the answers for these people who say Hatman was guarding them. Perhaps he was a guardian angel. And the confusion with that. Because something for Chris who wrote me here was blocking Hatman and his little mini me. You don't know what I'm referring to. Think Austin Powers. Yes, it's an old silly movie I loved, and uh, a little tiny replica of himself standing next to Hatman and trying to get in and gain access to Chris. Chris would pray, you know, oh, I need help to break my addiction, and Hatman and and this little mini me would just kind of hang there. And, and couldn't get through the door. Couldn't get through the doorway. And then all of a sudden, Archangel Michael, St. Michael, comes forward and says, <laughs> this is so beautiful, don't worry, you are on the right path. Floating in front of Chris. I, can you imagine that? And spread his wings. It could feel the light and warmth coming and then embraced him. I, I have heard of Archangel Michael doing this. And, and so this feeling that people are getting like, well, Hatman doesn't bother me. I think he's just there to protect me. He's like a guardian angel. They have used that word, guardian angel, or two words, <laughs> guardian angel there. And Archangel Michael was actually the one, blocking him to get in isn't that something probably because the people that would write me and and say oh i saw Hatman at the door you know or i saw him standing there just watching me not able to gain access or or usually it was more like well he's just staring so and he feels protective so maybe they kind of let their guard down and couldn't see the full picture as chris here who opened up and said, "God help me! Isn't this amazing? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I am for Lord, for Lord. This is cool. See how we learn here? Listen, uh, the the only times that people say Hatman helped, uh, or or is a good guy, is because they feel he might be a guardian angel. These words get used. He's a guardian. He's standing guard, guard, protector." wasn't him it was other opposing force keeping him away wow oh my goodness I have prayed for the answer to this why people feel this way because it's confusing like (laughs) because they'll say it another time you know I could tell he's a bad guy but he didn't hurt me and I feel this protection coming off of him well well now we know why this is this is incredible Wow, I, I'm going to keep referencing this until uh, forever, <laughs> until I get more emails like this one. All right, man. Okay, I got goosebumps. I'm, I'm extremely happy. All right, and they continue. The next day, a coworker randomly, oh my gosh, randomly gave me a St. Michael medal that was blessed. I was 26 years old then, and I am 40 now, and I have not touched another drug since that day. Oh, nor do I feel the desire to Oh, everybody. I feel like we all got a little embrace from Archangel Michael ourselves. Oh, I got goosebumps. And and, and this kind of answers my question if you're Catholic, because to take a medal, I mean, that's a a Catholic thing, yeah? All right. Um, I also have not seen shadow people or hat man since then. I really feel that St. Michael cured me and gave me a sort of spiritual armor to protect me. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It sounds like it. It really sounds like it. I just started to get into the paranormal about two years ago, and I'd never heard of Shadow People or Hat Man till I found your podcast only a couple of months ago. When I heard them described, I knew that is what exactly I saw. Thank you for all that you do. Chris, oh, Chris, oh my gosh, I'm so just grateful. Wow, thank you for taking the time. Oh, you don't know how many people you may have helped just now, I'm not even exaggerating, and it's going to help me for the talking about this subject this this confusion with why hatman is felt to be a protector. It's not him, so makes sense. something's keeping him back, so people aren't feeling you know you weren't feeling that. That, um, you know, you didn't think much of it. You just thought it was the drugs or something you said with all of this, right? Or did I even confuse that? But uh, it, so maybe you weren't feeling the threat of that as much because Michael was protecting that field from hitting you. That you were in a weakened state enough that you needed help. And he was just working it up so you could see him and hear him. Oh my gosh, this is so... See, this is why you guys can't just listen to this show. If you know something, say something. Tell me, tell us. You have got to. I mean, with knowledge comes responsibility. It really does. And that's why I do what I do. Because I I can't sit on things that I know can help somebody else. If I think it's going to harm others, I'm not going to do that. But if I feel if I'm helping... It's, it's our duty, isn't it? We're gonna, this is what we do in this lifetime. We lift each other up, you know, and I hope we got a good grip and can give some more support under there. <laughs> wow, Chris, you took the cake. You really did. All right. Um, so I'm just going to ride this high. This feels so good. Um, so <laughs> this next email, oh, this one says, this comes from Steve. Back in 1998 and 89, I live with my ex and kids in a haunted house. Oh, say no more. (laughs) Many nights, the kids were woken, screaming with night terrors. Oh, night terrors, sleep paralysis, shadow people. That's what that means to me. Uh, Things would fall off the shelves, extreme cold spots, voices, all the classic haunting signs. Okay. And then one night, I saw a large shadow figure with a hat. Walk out of the kid's bedroom. What'd I say? What'd I say? I I knew it. Night terrors. Come on. Um, I shook it off and figured it was right after a night of heavy drinking. So did not think much else about it at the time. I see how alcohol and drugs kind of mixes in there and and confuses what's actually going on and and leaves us more vulnerable. And these things know that. And and it makes our judgment calls be a lot less, you know, uh, fight or flight. You know, you are like, oh well, something walked out the room. Uh, <laughs> three more times I saw this entity and was very much sober. Oh, it changed, <laughs> and had no idea until I heard these stories about shadow men with hats. Many years later, I have not seen them since. Steve, well, Steve, wow, um, thanks for sharing that. That's a that is very classic. But you know, having the quote unquote haunting signs, you know, poltergeist like activity, uh, listen to all these things, you know, the cold spots, the voices and, and, and who walks out of the bedroom? Hat man. I didn't hear, uh, anything else, like a a ghost showed up. (laughs) I didn't hear about anything else. And when you said the night terrors and the screaming, shadow people, hat man, they'll pin you down and do that kind of thing. So when we say haunting, haunting signs, does does that sound like a ghost? Hatman is not a ghost. Shadow people were never people. Okay. So is this a haunting? I think there's got to be a better word for it. It's a, a stalking. This is a stalking incident. And it's not like it just goes with the territory. It could follow you. Luckily, it didn't. So... These uh these things when when you're not finding you know Grandpa Joe was hanging out at the house, and you saw Hatman walking out of a bedroom. Uh, this is not haunting. This is this is really a, a much worse problem and a much worse situation. And I man, I, I remember when I was first bringing these topics to the forefront, and I'd get these ghost hunters saying, "Oh, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about." And it's like it, this is a, you know, a, sh- a ghost casting a shadow of themselves. I was like, "And now I got my information about what these things were off planet. <laughs> not from myself, I should say, from other beings not from here. And um they told me it was coming and it would get worse. And it would it would reveal itself to many, many people. And so I would just tell these ghost hunters, "Oh, you be patient." It, they're coming. They're going to tell you, uh, you know, what's going on. And then I hear back from those ghost hunters. And they're like, oh, what did I just see? What did I just deal with? And it's like, yeah, did it seem uh, human? No, 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 not not at all. Not at all. Okay. All right. So we're on the same page. Um, I, I, this is information. I, I'm not sitting here preaching from myself. This is not my information. This is from elsewhere. Okay. Um, so, Yeah. I I took it to heart. And after what I had experienced and seen and where I got the information from, I didn't need to be convinced any further and uh, put it out there against all odds. And boom, millions have now heard the story just as I was told I was supposed to go that way. Um, So I'm telling you, wow, man, these emails, these emails today, they were a little bit uh, connected because we had the hat man, the shadow people stuff. And, uh, but then Chris, man, Chris, Chris, your story was the rock star moment today. And I am really, really grateful for that because this is just what we needed to hear. So I want to invite everybody to go to my main website, HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com. Tell me what you have experienced, because look at this look at this (laughs) this is going to live on for a long time because um, we got answers we just now got the answers and um, it makes sense it fits we see the patterns I know I have wow I want to thank you guys for tuning in we've come to the bottom of another fabulous show I I feel enlightened I feel lighter and I want to meet Archangel Michael I want to see what's going on with him Wow. And, uh, you know, don't forget, go to theoutlanderscomic.com. And uh, you guys, you have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye.